Hey everyone, it's Sydney here, and you are listening to The Gathering Podcast. Our vision here at Connections Church is to build relationships as we build God's kingdom. I'm going to sit down with people living out that vision statement and hear about what they've learned along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the conversation. <laughs> What's up, podcast world? It's Sid, um, and today I'm sitting down with a new friend that I've made. She's honestly so amazing, and I'm really excited to learn some new things about her for myself. Um, so let me introduce you to my friend, Anna. Hey, everyone. What's up, Anna? I That was a very big question. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to go from there. Oh, jeez. Um, so Anna is kind of new to our church, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but did a podcast with her husband, Jonathan. Um, his is the first one that came out, so if you haven't listened to that, shameless plug, go listen to it. But um, I'm actually really excited to chat with you, Anna. So before we get into any specific questions, just tell us why you're here, how you got here, your journey to connections a little bit, and just how you ended up in this new place that you're in. Yeah, well, I guess I don't really know what Jonathan had said. Um, <laughs> yeah, this should be interesting. This should be interesting. So hopefully our stories collaborate a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we came here together um, over the past couple of years um, of being in ministry where we were. Mm-hmm. We've just been addressing a lot of questions on what ministry should look like, what the church should look like, how we should all be working together. Um, and a lot of these questions really addressed some things that um, we weren't experiencing at the time. So for a couple of years, we were just really praying about um, what that looked like, as well as a you know possible desire to move to Minnesota, um, so that we had on, been on the lookout for a little bit. And then when the Connections job posting came up, Jonathan applied, and we're like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And um, as he kept interviewing, we just kept really feeling really comfortable, and we felt like all those answers to what ministry should look like were being answered um and so it was really encouraging and we really just felt god had prepared us for this transition to this new location and this new ministry and we're just really excited to see what he wants to do here dang that's sweet i love it um so yeah now you're here in the suburbs in ramsey how do you like it so far um really nice it seems um, quiet, uh, friendly, lots to do, lots to explore. Um, I'm excited to take the kids on trails and to the library and yes. things like that. I love it. I love it. Um, so you talked a little bit about um, where you were before, and it just and you're talking about how you like the community here. Um, I'd love to hear kind of what you think the importance of community is because you just moved from one community to another, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to take some adjusting. And so what are you looking for in community and why is it important that you get involved here? So I thought that was a really interesting question because I think there are two ways that we can look at community. I think we can look at community as something to fit us, to like serve us, or we can look as a community as an opportunity to serve, you know, because Jesus said like he came to serve and not be served. And I think a lot of times when we're looking for a group of people, we're looking for like, oh yeah, they're going to be able to do this for me and this for me and so on. And I think that when you're looking for community, and I really think the importance lies in opportunities to serve, opportunities of going beyond yourself, because when you're not like with a group of people, like how do you know needs? And I feel like 
the more that we're serving, the more we're going beyond ourselves, the more we're becoming like Jesus. Whereas if we're not in community, we just really make things more about ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to help us grow spiritually by any means. And so I think that's the main thing I was thinking is the opportunities to serve and to go like beyond yourself, um, building relationships with other people so that you know what they need. Because if we're not in a relationship with people, we don't know what they need and we don't know how we can help. Wow. That, I honestly wasn't expecting that. I mean, I'm not surprised, (laughs) but just like hearing you say all that, I can just like see, I can tell that you didn't just make that up out of nowhere. Like you're definitely living that out and I love it. That's definitely the desire. Yes. That is, that is our desire for sure. It's, I mean, you're fulfilling it. Wow. That was so good. Um, so I liked what you said about just serving others and um, that can be hard to kind of put others before you and especially with decisions about like moving your family moving houses like those are really big big tasks so like how have you learned to to kind of go with the flow with ministry and just making that choice how did you steward that I think the biggest thing comes with just abiding in Christ daily you know how I kind of mentioned how we talked about like we'd had these promptings and these questions and things that we were generally just kind of wrestling with God and praying with about even before a transition so we really feel like that that had prepared us and so I think that um well I know that like when when we're when we're abiding with Christ you know John talks about that a lot you know abide in me and I knew remain in me like when we're in that daily life with Christ you know we'll we will be walking like the same path you know one of my favorite verses is delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart you know but the desires of our heart should be also in line with him so Mm -hmm. i feel like when they're in alignment then we go where we need to go um and so when the time came for that transition to go with the flow that's you know how we approached it you know especially you know with telling people and getting ready to move like like this is where God's leading and we're 100% comfortable with it because we know we've been walking with him. We've been walking this path with him and this is where it's going. And we know that like for a fact, it wasn't just like, Oh, this came up. Oh, maybe we should do that. You know, it was very clear in that continual walk with him. Wow. Oh my goodness. You are just like, Oh, I don't even like, I don't even know how to respond to that. In the other podcast, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Connecting back, but I just can't even, like, I need to hear that again. Oh, my gosh. I knew this was going to be like this. I knew I was going to love this. Wow. Um, geez. I think that's really cool because it's it's almost like a, a confidence in in knowing that you have God's desires in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that I like what you said, you know, like, you'll know that they're lined up and... That's that makes decisions not necessarily easier, but you just like have a comfort for sure. Right. There's a confidence in that you're doing the right thing. So like the decision may not be easy. So like, for example, the things that it took to get here weren't easy, you know, like Mm -hmm. moving and packing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the decision to do it because we were walking with God, that was the easy part. Mm. Dang. Well, I'm sure I can imagine some of the things that weren't so easy maybe were um, like moving your family. So you have a family, you have three kids, mm-hmm. okay, um, and you homeschool them, yes. right? So what is that like? Like, how does that dynamic work? Um, how do you teach them about Jesus, maybe? Because in Jonathan's podcast, we talked about how it really does come from 
um, teaching kids in the home about Jesus and yes. things like that. So mm-hmm. Anne and Angie's, um, she was mentioning that uh, even though she can teach them about God and stuff like that, like it really all starts in the home. So how do you implement that here? I 100% agree with that. Um, I think that the way that I try to implement it here in our homeschooling is what I guess what I'm learning is how I homeschool. So like, yes, we like, you know, have devotions and we make sure we tie God, like, especially into like science and history, you know, and how he's done everything. But if I'm not homeschooling from a state where I'm like trying to be like Christ in those situations, like where I'm not being as patient or as gracious. Um, so I think it really comes in how I'm building that relationship with them, how that I'm setting that example as we do our stuff together. Wow. That's sweet. Um, were you homeschooled yourself? I was not homeschooled. Oh. Um, Jonathan was homeschooled for a little oh, okay. bit. Um, I was not homeschooled. So, um, yeah, I think the decision just came out of just the schedule that it would allow for our family to be together. You know, with ministry, that takes a lot of, like, nights and weekends. And when I teach piano lessons, that's a lot of evenings and weekends. So sure. homeschooling gives us that time in the day. Um, to be together and to build those relationships with each other. I love that. Um, what are some challenges that come with homeschooling? I can imagine it's not super, <laughs> super fun all yeah, the time. No, definitely. Like I said, like patience for sure. Yeah. Um, showing grace and just really checking in with like my attitude, mm-hmm. like before the day, and I, and I can tell the days where I don't start, where I don't start on the right foot, and then it just kind of like domino effects to them (laughs) yeah (laughs) so definitely keeping like myself in check um really make sure like I said like that I'm abiding that I'm you know trying to you know emulate the fruit of the spirit to Mm. them and stuff like that and just having kids is very um sanctifying (laughs) (laughs) which is so good it's just I think the way that God set up relationships whether it's like husband and wife or kids or friends or whatever like there's something in them that all reminds us about like our relationship with him and how we could do that better so that definitely comes through with more time together in the home mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> for sure yeah um I like what you said just there about um just reflections of God in in our day-to-day relationships so you talked about that with your kids what is that like between you and Jonathan like what do you see in that yeah, the same thing I would say definitely applies. Like, we definitely communicate better when we are both, you know, striving to go, like, past just ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. in the conversation, not just thinking about, like, what I want, but really trying to see, like, the whole picture and see how we can respond um, instead of just reacting mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just being Christ to each other, too, yeah. you know, like setting that example um because I definitely think it's easy for all of us to just kind of come back into ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, yeah I just think building relationships with people like with your question like with community or homeschooling or with each other like building relationships is a huge way that we grow in our relationship with Christ totally totally um and for you what do you th- how do you build relationships outside of your family members and like what have you done um what are just examples of things that you would encourage someone with who maybe is struggling to get outside their family dynamic or just be in a community with 
people who feel like strangers, maybe. I mean, I'm sure you're feeling that now. You're in a yeah, completely I, new place. Yeah. Everyone's a stranger <laughs> Everyone, to you. Everyone, yes. So, um, I guess, what have you learned from that, or how does that I work for think, you? I think that what I've learned um, in these situations is to look to be a friend instead of, like, looking for a friend. Mm. You know, looking <laughs> how you can be, like, something to someone instead of just being like, okay, like, who's going to be my friend? I, like, I need a friend mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And taking that, like, first step the other way, I think is a great way to go about that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that so much. And you... you Man, beyond friend, you have so many, so many titles to your life, like friend, mother, wife, dog owner. You have a dog. Yes. You have a nice house. You're a teacher, um, and so, and you're just. I mean, you're a child of God before mm-hmm. anything, and that's I like. I like that. That is, it's clearly your identity as it should be. And um, man, I mean, who? What would you say to someone who's maybe not doesn't have all those roles, but can't seem to find their identity in in God if that makes sense like they or maybe maybe the other way around I'll rephrase that and so they have all these things they're doing they have a job and then they go home and then they have kids and then they have siblings and they have parents to take care of and things like that like how do you find your identity in God first there it is that was the question yes there you go (laughs) yep um I think that it just comes down to I guess, why you're doing each of those roles, why you're called to do each of those roles. Um, You know, in caregiving or teaching, um, kind of like those opportunities, for examples, that can be set or times where you just don't want to do something, but then you kind of come back around to, oh, wait, but I'm doing everything, like, for the glory of God. And I think just realizing that all of your work, all that you do is worship Mm. and taking those opportunities as worship opportunities, um, chances to abide, chances to be like, okay, God, what am I, like, I'm struggling this with right now. Why don't I want to do this right now? Or what are you trying to teach me in this specific role right now? And just kind of having that daily continual like conversation Mm -hmm. with God, I think, is a great way to find your identity in those different roles because that can apply to any role that you may have in your daily life. I really like that. That's good. <laughs> um, I think I have just one more final and official question, but I'm sure I'll have a follow-up after you say something wise, something profound, whatever it is. Um, but what is, I guess, a piece of advice you would give to someone pursuing Christ and specifically just, you know, the women in church pursuing Christ, what would you say to them? This was this was a hard question to narrow down. Yeah. So I, I kind of have a couple of answers. Yes. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I think one for sure is making sure that you're in a relationship with women that are ahead of you. Yeah. I think it's really easy to be in relationship with people that are the same as you, mm-hmm. um, but especially people that are ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also important to be in relationship with people that aren't just going to be like your yes man, mm-hmm. you know, that are really going to tell you like when you need a check, when you're like, okay, you know, this isn't maybe the right attitude about this, you know. So I think that's really important, really important um, being in relationship with people ahead of you. Um 
I think to not comparing yourself to other women. I think that, I don't know how many thoughts we probably have each day of <laughs> comparing ourselves to somebody else. Um, and I think that the enemy can really take those just little thoughts that we have. And if we start to dwell on them and dwell on them, that mm-hmm. can get, just get really dangerous. So just making sure, like the Bible says, to take every thought captive and like keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Yep. Like we have to keep checking in that way. Otherwise, the more we compare ourselves to the other ones, the more we're going to feel like insufficient. And then we're not going to want to be in a relationship with them. And then we're not um, going to be learning from them. So I think just kind of like keeping our eyes fixed on Christ and who he wants us to be, making sure that every thought we have is consistent with him so that we can have real relationship with each other and then help each other grow. Wow. I love it. I knew it was going to be like that. I just knew it. I'm saying it again. I knew (laughs) knew it was going to be good and wise and... I love that piece of advice. And everything you said in this podcast is exactly what I needed to hear. So if not encouraging to anybody, it was encouraging to me. Well, I'm very glad. Um, Any final thoughts for the people? Um, uh, My final thought is (laughs) that I'm not good at questions I wasn't prepared for. (laughs) So there you have it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.